Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. All right, welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, how are you today? All is well, Daniel. Yeah, as always, a uh, very interesting news night last night. Mm-hmm. Always tough to distill down what's go, what the most important news stories of the day. But I think I've got it for you. And I got a quick update because, you know, I, I like to talk to you all about the show and you know the behind the scenes on the show too i right. said to you the other day that we'd experienced the dip in downloads and i couldn't believe it i was like what happened we were off by about three to five percent mm-hmm. and as it turns out our our host is just uh, recalculating the way they calculate downloads which is joe knows in the podcast industry Oy. happens all the time right. uh, you know they refine their met which is good and the reason they do that if any of you are ever interested in getting into podcasting by the way not to get off topic is um they sell the number of downloads that's how you do the cpm for advertisers mm-hmm. and obviously advertisers want an accurate count which we want too i don't want to inflate my number I don't want to tell you we have we have five million listeners when we have four million. I don't want to tell you we have two million when we have five million. You want an accurate number. So that's what happened. And the funny thing is, even with the new calculation, which cuts some downloads for a lot of folks, we're still back where we were before because you all are great and you recommend the show to other people and it grows faster uh, than uh, than the download uh, than the downloads we lost even from that one day. So you all are great. All right. Um. A lot I want to get to today. I want to talk about why, you know, because a lot of, you know how I feel about things going on in the Justice Department. Yeah. And I know there are some things going on, but also with my frustrations with the Sessions recusal, which is now um, the the relationship doesn't appear workable um, anymore. It's even Lindsey Graham is acknowledging that. So I want to get to some of the frustrations with the Justice Department and why people are upset. But more importantly, I want to talk about something that came up yesterday on Rush Limbaugh's show about corporate gun control. And this is a topic. Did you hear that? That I brought up often on the show, the need for a growing conservative economy ladies and gentlemen the need is getting more and more pressing by the day do not downplay this this is going to happen as the left lifts and shifts and realizes it can't control things through legislation and the courts anymore because of trump so they're going to move to corporate pressure to take away rights from people this is where it's going next um all right today's show brought to you by our buddies at genucell new sponsor happy to have them on board they sent us a sample their product, which I gave to my wife. I said, tell me how this works, because we live in the, the hot Florida sun, which I love. But, you know, you can get a lot of sun damage in Florida. So her and my mother-in-law tried it for a week, and they absolutely loved it. They said, no, no, run with this. This is really good stuff. So summer is gone, but not the sun spots, brown spots, and UV damage to your face, neck, and shoulders. Introducing GenuCell's brand new sunspot corrector and the 10-day-only summer repair sale. Roseanne from Akron, Ohio says, in just days, I saw a lightning of dark spots under my cheeks. I'm ordering more now. My wife, I was like, all right, send us more of that stuff. My wife loves it. My mother-in-law's like, Danny, I need more. Danny, give me more of that stuff. My mother-in-law, she's like the best ever. She is. She likes the, the dog food we sent her too for the for the two dogs she has. So she's the best. And just like Roseanne, if you click her call right now, you'll get the GenuCell Sunspot Corrector absolutely free just for trying GenuCell for bags and puffiness today. My wife also told me to tell you her skin feels super soft. That's those are her words. So I asked her for a quote on that. I'm like, tell me, really, how do you think? Finally, see those stubborn sunspots vanish, even the ones you haven't had for years, and those bags and puffiness gone. And for results in less than 12 hours, the GenuCell immediate effects is also free. Go to GenuCell.com. That's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. 
G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com, genucel.com now, or call 800-457-8287. And while supplies last, Chamonix's microdermabrasion is also yours free for the first time this year. Keep the great memories from the summer fun, not the wrinkles, inflammation, and sunspots. Call 800-457-8287 or go to genucel.com. That's genucel.com. All righty. So here's what's going on. Limbaugh yesterday, if you heard the show, um, <clears throat> excuse me. They had a caller call in yesterday and talk about uh, this this corporate and Russia got into this corporate gun control thing. And I've warned you over the past few shows in the past few weeks that this is the new push on the left. The left has this ability to lift and shift almost seamlessly. When they lose in one arena, they move to the next and they they, they continue to fight in all of them, but they reprioritize. Mm-hmm. In other words, when the left loses in politics, literally loses, they lose the House of Representatives, they lose the Senate, they lose court appointments. What do they do? They move seamlessly, seamlessly into the culture war uh, where they battle people in the culture. Um, they call you racist and misogynist and istophobic phobophobes. And they, they move to pass legislation that'll put you on the, what they think is the defensive um, bathroom bills and things like that. And if you oppose these bills because you have concerns about your kids or something else, they'll accuse you immediately of being, again, a, a transophobe or a phobophobic istophobe. This is what they do. Mm-hmm. They seamlessly move from one arena to the next. One of the arenas the left has recently found some strategic uh, strength in this and be very you should be very, very, very concerned about this is the corporate arena. They have found that through social media and corporate pressure and basically online bullying tactics through a mob of. Uh, kids who sit in their parents' basement cooking s'mores and, and using color forms all day, that if they send enough tweets and emails, they can enact enough corporate pressure to get corporations to take away rights from people that government simply can't. Now, this is not in any way to suggest that the left has given up on a legislative push to take away your gun rights, to suppress speech online. You see uh, even Mark Warner right now, the Democrat senator from Virginia, uh, with his li- recent letter with these 20 plus points on the Internet, pushing, of course, for uh, Internet, basically Internet thought control. That's what they want to do. And regulation of the Internet in a way that's going to suppress conservative voices. I'm not suggesting that they're giving up the political arena, Joe. I want to be clear on that. Mm -hmm. I'm simply suggesting to you that they're finding that what they can't get done immediately in the political arena to silence free speech, to attack Christians and attack religion and to take away gun rights, they will do through corporate pressure. Now, there's an excellent piece by PJ Media, which I put up in the show notes today which I encourage you all to read. Please go to Bongino.com, subscribe to my email list. I'll send you the best articles I get each day. The PJ Media piece talks about this extended campaign everywhere, whether it's through Amazon, through Patreon, through YouTube, through Twitter. Don't think this is just a Twitter and Facebook thing. To silence and suppress conservative voices and to move them off what we would call deplatforming, to get them off these platforms and make sure they go away. You've seen it with InfoWars. You've seen it with others. Ladies and gentlemen, you do not have to agree with the content. You do not have to like the content. Matter of fact, you can hate the content on that site. As long as those sites and others are not breaking any laws, they should have the right to speak. And the audience has the right to do what, Joe? To tune the heck out. Yeah. This is not hard. I don't watch MSNBC. 
I will never watch MSNBC. Mm. I don't care what's on MSNBC. As long as MSNBC is not breaking the law on their show by advancing fraud or calling for criminality or whatever the whatever the you know uh, slander and libel laws and in, in, in written and print mm-hmm. um, and, and in online media, as long as they're not breaking any laws, I'm fine with MSNBC. I don't care. Tune out. I do. I don't watch it. What? But understand, ladies and gentlemen, the left doesn't feel the same way. The left does not feel like Fox News deserves a platform. They don't feel like anyone deserves a platform they disagree with. Hence, the pressure campaigns against Fox and others every time something said they disagree with. It's not just advertiser campaigns. And the reason I'm talking about this today, folks, is I want you to understand the totality. You must understand what you're dealing with here. If you don't understand the the strategic contours of the battlefield we're on, the fight is not going to make any sense and we're going to lose. There are people out there who sincerely think, oh, it's just Facebook and Twitter. It is not. They are going after payment companies. Why? Because if you can't, let's say Bongino.com accepted payments by credit card for what we do actually for the chum store, Mm -hmm. right? Mm Mm-hmm. They're going after payment companies. You need to deplatform them. Don't process their payments. They've done it already with gun control. I have a friend. She knows who she is, who runs an ammunition company, who has already had this problem. There are payment companies who will not process their payments. I've had this issue myself with other pe- with uh with companies. I I know what they're doing, folks. It is a economy-wide effort by the left to pressure private companies to outlaw gun control. I mean, to out, to basically, uh, de facto, not de jure, outlaw gun control to hurt free speech. And they know that there's very little conservatives can do about it because conservative. this is a brilliant strategy when you think about mm. it. Sick deranged but brilliant they know conservatives will not on principle fight back by asking for the government to intervene joe because we believe in principle Mm -hmm. in non-government involvement non-government intervention in the private economy the left i think is trying to bait us in to introducing government into a regulatory role here so that when they take over they can use it to wipe us clean now what do we do what we do is, ladies and gentlemen, we move on to a, we have to get people like, you know, uh, people who like the Rupert, the Murdoch family um, and, and Roger Ailes in the beginning, who saw an opening in the media sphere we thought was uncrackable to move in there and appeal to a fair minded audience that was looking for news and not propaganda. That became the Fox News empire later. That example applies now too. there is an opening here. Upstream and downstream in the economy for companies, I cannot say this enough, that are not the companies we have now. Their branding should not be conservative. Fox News' initial branding was smart. It was fair and balanced. In other words, we're not those guys that are not fair and balanced. That was a genius strategy. But upstream and downstream in the economy, not just the content production space, the payment processing space show, the server space where you're actually hosting your website, all of this stuff is going to have to be taken over by companies that commit to that fair and balanced motto. 
In other words, we're not those other guys that discriminate on the basis of content, conservative, liberal, or otherwise. Joe, is this making sense? Oh, sure. Sure. Now, let let me read you a quote from this PJ Media piece to show you how bad this stuff has gotten. Amazon.com charity program, a charity, Amazon.com's charity program, Amazon Smile dropped uh, James Kennedy Ministries and the Alliance for Defending Freedom, citing the Southern Poverty Law Center, a hate group themselves, citing their hate group list. That that hate group themselves is me, because that they are after the Floyd Corkins incident. James Kennedy Ministries has sued Amazon and the SPLC for this action. Last September, the credit card processing website Vanco Payments refused to work with the Ruth Institute, a small Roman Catholic uh, pro-family nonprofit, due to its presence on the, quote, hate group list. But social media companies relying on the Southern Poverty Law Center's hate group list may find themselves in a pickle. Approximately 60 different organizations are considering separate defamation lawsuits against the Southern Poverty Law Center over the hate group list. The story goes on. The story, uh, if you read the whole story, it's at the show notes. It's interesting. Um, Don't miss it. It talks about, it starts out talking about Facebook and Twitter and their efforts to silence conservative voices, which again is a fair debate. I am, uh, I'm, I'm all for having it. But what I'm telling you is we need someone out there. Don't just focus strictly on the forward-facing. The forward-facing component of this is what you see. You see conservative content on Facebook, Joe. You see it on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And when it goes away, it's the most salient to you because you saw it. In other words, if you're Selena Zito, um, a, by the way, a very fair-minded, uh, sober voice in the debate about what's going on in America right now, who just recently saw one of our Facebook posts labeled spam, and you you know, tweet out about it or make another Facebook post saying, hey, my posts are being marked as spam, people see that. Right. And it seems like the most pressing issue, and it is pressing. But what I'm trying to tell you, and I, I'll bring up the corporate gun control thing in a second. I didn't forget that. But what I'm trying to tell you, what I heard about on Limbaugh yesterday, and I'm glad Rush brought it up, is this is not just forward-facing. Liberals have a police state tyrant streak that goes upstream and downstream of just what you see. They're targeting sponsors. They're targeting payment processors. They're targeting Amazon. They're targeting everyone. By the way, the movie's a professional with Gary Oldman. Of course, I got it wrong the other day. I said the specialist because I am special. I am a specialist at getting movie titles wrong. But remember that? Who do we want? Everyone. Everyone. (laughs) We need to pull that. I know. We'll get it. By the way, everyone in the audience will get it. Don't worry, audience. I appreciate it. But I just don't want Joe and I can find it. But do you see where I'm going with this? Don't just. The liberals are hoping you waste all your time focusing on Facebook and Twitter. Right, Joe? Yeah. We spend, we spend all our energy. We win these minor battles against Facebook and Twitter while they're targeting Visa and MasterCard and wiping out any way for conservative content producers to get paid. To get paid. The, the, listen, however ugly getting paid for content production is. I get it. This is an ideological business. I understand that. And some people don't like it. Like, oh my gosh, you get paid for doing a conservative podcast? How else do you want me to do it? I, I'm sorry. I can't, I have to, you know, I have a fa- I could, listen, I had another job. I was a secret service agent. I left to get into this fight. It turned into this. But there has to be a way to support financially in the economy we have now, the, conter- the conservative content space, or the liberals will run roughshod over everyone. If they target the back end and we miss that fight, folks, it is over. 
You're seeing this now in the gun control debate. Rush brought it up yesterday. How liberals now, remember folks, they lift and shift. They're starting to see a, a, a sea change in the courts. The courts are ruling now overwhelmingly in favor of the Second Amendment, which is absurd. The Second Amendment was precisely written so, you know, so that it doesn't, people's opinions and judicial uh, uh, intervention shouldn't matter. Shall not be infringed doesn't mean please infringe at your own discretion. But the left is seeing a sea change. They're seeing it in the abortion space and they're seeing it in the gun control space. When I say space, I don't mean to, to minimize the impact. I'm just trying, I'm just telling you the, uh, talking about the legislatively and judicially what's going on. They're seeing a sea change and they're starting to lose. They're upset about that, folks. So the left lifts and shifts. They move to the culture fight. Now, anyone who owns a gun, they'll make sure, you know, your, your doctor asking questions about guns. Do you have a gun in the house? Can we sue gun owners? Can we sue gun companies? Can we make people get insurance? Better yet, can we uh, deplatform gun companies so they can't process payments? This is what they do. They move to the back end and they hope you're not paying attention. This is what corporate gun control is. An effort by liberal companies dominated by liberal boards and liberal shareholders and liberal interest groups funded by liberal financiers that go after these companies and pressure them, pressure them to not support uh, anyone that has anything to do with firearms. Now, how do we fight back? Well, in the PJ Media piece, there's already a hint on how to do it. Ladies and gentlemen, we adopt the tactics of the left here. I'm not talking about the morals of the left. They have none. Or the ethics of the left. They have none of those either. I'm talking about the tactics. The left is engaged in lawfare for decades, Joe, using the legal system to sue the snot out of anyone they disagree with on the environmental front and everywhere else. It's time to pay back the favor, babe. You get labeled by the Southern Poverty Law Center a hate group? Sue them. Everyone. Sue. You show up on that list? Sue them. Sue them, sue them, sue them. Bog them down in so many lawsuits they're six inches deep in this mud quagmire they can't get out of. Sue them and keep suing. I know it takes time. I know it takes money. I know it takes effort, but sue them. They're going to label you a hate group with no evidence. Now, listen, some of the hate groups are legitimate hate groups. You have like the Ku Klux Klan. I'm not talking about these idiots. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about people out there advocating for a conservative cause like the Family Research Council, where they had a guy actually walk in and shoot the place up because of the Southern Poverty Law Center's um, uh, calling them a, a hate group. Sue them. You're seeing it now. You're seeing people start to win these lawsuits. Sue them, number one. Number two, we need wealthy people in the conservative movement to start to see business opportunities and not just legislative ones. Listen, I get it. I get it that we have to back politicians who support the Second Amendment, who support low taxes, who support economic freedom. I understand the need to finance campaigns. That's not unimportant. I'm telling you, though, I'm not worth a billion dollars. I wish I were. We're going to need coordinated networks um, of wealthy conservative donors who start to take on business opportunities as well, understanding that not everything is happening in the legislative front. Now, I, this is not a new idea, Joe. People know this. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that it's going to require the, the need is a little more pressing than I think people believe. We have focused so heavily on the legislative front that the culture front and the, the, the boycott pressure campaigns on the outside, on the back end of the conservative economy, have completely kind of flown under the radar. And the guys, ladies, the left is winning here. 
They're winning. Also, on the government contracts front, but then you said low government intervention. Hey, you don't have any entitlement to a government contract. I'm not talking about the government intervening. I'm talking about the government not intervening. You're a company that that discriminates against gun owners and takes anti-constitutional Second Amendment stances. You have absolutely no right to a government contract at all. I would recommend state legislators and conservative and right-leaning states. You know what? You take stances that, that go against free speech, that suppress conservative thought. You are not entitled to any government contracts. They have absolutely no entitlement to our tax dollars at all. So here's the three-prong plan for success because we got to fight back. And notice, the fourth prong, Joe, is not have the government regulate. Mm-hmm. It is not. Please get that out of your head. That is an atrocious, horrible idea that will end badly for us. I promise you take it to the bank. Sue them. Sue them, number one. Number two. Conservative business leaders have to get together and look at a conservative upstream and downstream economy. Number three, no more government contracts if you take an anti-constitutional stance as part of your business. I'm sorry. We're not doing it. You're already seeing some of that in some southern states. But that second prong is important. We're going to need fair and balanced. I'm, 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 and keep in mind, I'm only stealing the... I don't work for Fox. I do content there. I, I appear as a guest. I don't work for them at all. I'm just saying that was a genius branding campaign. If you're a bank that was fair, I mean, it's probably trademarked, but you know, we're a fair and balanced bank. We don't discriminate on our processing. You don't break the law, your money is safe here. Credit card processing, your money is safe here. Just don't break the law. Website hosting, Joe, your money is safe mm-hmm. here. Amazon, a, a, a company that's like Amazon. Now, listen, that's a heavy... They, they, I understand they all have first mover advantages. How can we compete with Amazon? They move first. They've got all these customers, all this other stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, so did CNN, CBS, ABC, and NBC. And Fox News has proceeded to crush, at a minimum, the cable news outlets. And they compete on some days strongly with even network. Despite the fact that it's cable, which is amazing. This is the way to do it. This is the three-pronged strategy. They label you a hate group, you better sue the snot out of them. Start that conservative economy. Stop giving them taxpayer-funded contracts. It's the only way. One final thing. Ah, We'll call it part four. I wasn't going to throw this in there, but I think it's important. Starve them of power. Ladies and gentlemen, the government has been dominated by Democrats and fake Republicans for a very long time. The Clinton-Bush-Obama eras were not very different in terms of policy. I'm sorry, they weren't. I mean, outside of the Bush tax cuts, those two terms, two terms, two terms of, uh, of, uh, of uh, presidents there, and I worked for all of them in the Secret Service, The ideology was not very different. Ironically, the only time we even saw a a leveling off of government spending was during the Clinton era. Uh, Bill Clinton, that's just a fact. I mean, you may not like it, but it's true. I mean, of course, Gingrich and the Republican Congress had a lot to do with it, but that doesn't discount the fact that it happened when Clinton was president. But the inertia, Joe, towards big government, Big bureaucracy, 
endless foreign wars, all of this stuff Mm. has happened over three prior administrations. With that, those administrations brought in people, Joe, with similar ideologies and thinking about how government should work. Thank you, Chewy. And you're right. Chewy agrees, too. They brought in similar ideologies about how government should work and how this endless inertia towards the administrative state and discretionary government should act. These people embed them. I'm not knocking public, all public servants, by the way. Some people do legitimately could have other jobs and don't. But there are unquestionably, Joe, a large swath of people embedded in the government now in bureaucratic uh, and political positions as well that feel the same way. Mm-hmm. This has to stop. The way it stops, and this is why Trump is such a threat, folks, is the Trump administration. The Trump administration, Joe, is an existential threat to the idea that we should all be living for big government first and us second. Bingo. Trump has brought back the idea that the swamp doesn't matter. You matter. Now, yes, government spending sadly has gone up. I'm taking the man at his word. He's not going to sign another bad budget bill. I'm hoping he doesn't let me down. If he does, the show is going to be the first one to cover it. But there's no question on the regulatory front that Donald Trump has been the most impressive president in modern times in reducing the power of government using regulations to impact your life and your business. Ladies and gentlemen, there is no power in yes. Don't ever forget this. Chuck Ecker, the former Howard County executive, right? I met him once when I was running for office in Maryland. Howard County is a blue-leaning uh, county. It's been run by a Democrat, uh, Republican for a while now in Kittleman. But they have a history of electing moderate Republicans. I ran into this guy once at this... Uh, this, I don't know, some ball thing I went to is a, it was so uncomfortable there, but I'm sitting with him at the table and we got to talking about the, uh, this, uh, the growth towards bigger bureaucracy and heavy government spending. And I said, Chuck, why do you think that happens? He said, Dan, cause there's no power in yes, there is no power in yes. He said, there's only power in the government enacting a regulation, enabling them to tell you, no, Joe, you can't open up a production business in Florida, Joe. Huh? But if the government says you can, and then all of a sudden uh, you have to pay a licensing fee, then you can open up. In other words, there's no power in in the government getting out of your way. The government wants to get in your way, so you have to lobby them to get out of the way and make their campaign accounts fat. It was a brilliant analysis by Chuck. I never forgot that. There is no power in the government saying yes to you. There is only power by Republicans and Democrats, by the government enacting regulations and laws, enabling them to tell you no, so you have to lobby them to yes, which makes them richer and more powerful. And by the way, they stick out their caboose and go, hey, plant your lips on that caboose, buddy, because it feels good. They love the idea you're going to kiss their butts. It makes them feel powerful. And if Joe, to get a whatever, podcasting, broadcasting, you know, license to feloniously mope in Florida, has to go into a local lawmaker's office and do it and pay a fee, even better. Hold still. He makes... Hold still. Hold still. Uh, <laughs> right? This is what has to happen. And they love it. They love being powerful. There is no power. And yes, Donald Trump, here's the thing, has all the power in the world right now. And I don't know. I'm not even just talking about political power because he doesn't have all the power. Obviously, this is a constitutional republic. But he doesn't need that. He's a rich guy. He's probably the most well-known figure in the world right now. Maybe him and Barack Obama. 
He doesn't need it. He doesn't care. What are you going to do? Enrich him? He guy, frankly, folks, people have been kissing his butt his whole life. It's not new to him. He's like, all right, this is old. It's true. He doesn't care. He's an existential threat to the whole idea of the power of no. He doesn't want to say no. He's wiping out regulations. This is an existential threat to the bureaucratic state because the bureaucrats have been telling who? You know for years. They're like, wait, what do you mean? That regulation went away? Well, what does that mean? Yeah, that means that farmer down the road doesn't need you anymore. What do you mean he doesn't need me? He used to need my permission to put a lake on his farm. No, no, that's gone now. Well, what do I do? Nothing. You're fired. Thank you. (laughs) But thanks for serving. He's an existential threat. Now, let me dial it back to point number four, the star of the power. As Donald Trump, this is going to take a long time, folks. I said to you during yesterday's show, you know, people who were ready to give up. By the way, I don't know. People email me like, Dan, don't give up. I'm not giving. I don't know what you're talking about. I was talking about emails people sent to me, how it gets depressing. I'm not ready. I wouldn't do this podcast otherwise. I'd just say, folks, I'm going up in the mountains to live. Have a nice day. I'm not ready to give up at all. I've never been more energized. I'm telling you the response by Bob Mueller, the uh, swampy Republicans, sellouts, hacks, frauds, and the power-hungry police state tyrant Democrats, the response by them to the first two years of the Trump administration is to be expected. They are fighting by, they are clawing on the ground as we're dragging them away by their ankles. They are pulling up the floor and the carpet trying to hold on while we drag them out of the swamp. Trump is dragging them out one by one by one and they are desperately fighting back. This is to be expected. It's time for us to double down our efforts. But understand the leaks in the Justice Department, the swamp rats, and I'll get to this in a second, the justice, the failures in the Justice Department, the swamp rats in the Justice Department's failure to target the Clintons at all, despite what looks to be right near serious charges of criminality, right? And yet going after the Trump team. As, these, as time goes on, ladies and gentlemen, this is a war of attrition. This is a trench warfare fight, and trench warfare really, really sucks, it is a game of inches. It is. It's a game of inches. You have to be prepared for this. It is time to double down, take your protein shake, get your squats and deadlifts in, and toughen up. Well, I'm not lecturing. You guys are. I get your emails. You are in this fight. Believe me, I get them all the time, and I'm inspired. I, you know, I didn't mean to the other day telling you about the bad emails. Insist that that was the uh, that was the. Uh, the majority, the majority of emails are people like, I'm ready. This is the fight I've been waiting for my whole life. And you're damn right. Me too. But these swamp rats were not going to leave peacefully. They were waiting for their lobbying gig, their ability to tell, you no to put a lake on your farm and you to lobby them. They were then going to leave government afterwards and go work for legal firms that lobby the government to get you to yes. Does that make sense? Their job is gone now. It's called regulatory capture. Mm -hmm. Here's how it works. I want to build a lake on my farm. Some EPA regulator or whoever it may be, conservation, someone working for the federal government, comes to my farm and says, you can't do that without government permits. Oh, what do I do now? Man, now I got to hire a law firm? Or if you're a big agricultural company, what do you do, Joe? You hire a lobbyist to lobby against the rules. Mm -hmm. The regulator 
loves doing this because you, again, plant a plant one right on the caboose and you got to make them feel important to her, right? You got to make them both feel important. Oh, look, they're, they're kissing my butt. I'm so important. Meanwhile, this guy has never had a real job in his life. <laughs> he's 18 years old. He's telling a farmer who's been farming the land for 100 years how to kiss his butt. <laughs> the farmer's like, who's this knucklehead? The 18-year-old, maybe he's 20. He then gets ready to leave government work after five or six years, throws a resume to who? The lobby firm and the law firm that represent the farmer against the government he represents now because he knows all the ins and outs. It's called regulatory capture. Don't ever forget the term. Mm. He leaves, gets a $250,000 contract to go and work on the farmer's behalf to get the government he used to work for off his back because he knows people. Joe, you, you get it? Yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah. It happens all the time. All the time. This whole system is being threatened. Now that Trump, Joe, is getting rid of the actual regulations, the lobby firm and the law firm has no need for the former swamp rat. Now the swamp rat's like, what do I do now? What? <laughs> what? What do I do for a job? I'm 22. I have no skills. I'm a snowflake. I've spent the last 10 years in my mom's basement playing Minecraft. I don't have, I have nothing. I, I don't know anything. I only knew how to tell people no for the government. I was counting on this legal firm or lobby job afterwards to grease up my friends and the government on behalf of the farmer I attacked five minutes ago. What do I do? I've never worked for a living like the sanitation workers, the fire department employees, the cops, the military folks. I don't have any skills. I've never led anything except a, a Minecraft team. I don't even know what Minecraft is. I just get emails about it. <laughs> I really, I swear I have no idea what it is. But I, I've never, I've led a, a, a cadre of Imperial fighters in a, in a Star Wars game online once. He was the ass affection czar, yes. <laughs> He's good at it. Yeah. He was a colonel. <laughs> he was a colonel. <laughs> he was a colonel. He doesn't have anything. This zero has no actual skills. None. He has nothing. He's not the Secret Service agent or the FBI guy who's led him a multinational team against an international fraud <laughs> ring or has led, you know, 15, 20 million dollar security operations into terrorist hot zones around the world for the president. This guy's been a bureaucrat in the EPA who's worked there since he's 18. He's never had a real job. He doesn't even know what a farm looks like. He knocks on the door at the farm. It you know what? It it reminds me of that movie with the FBI agent that, that shows up to investigate a murder somewhere in like Wyoming or something. I don't even remember the name of the movie. It's um the twins, the, one of the sisters of the twins. And she shows up, it's like minus 40, and she doesn't even have like long johns on her. Like this is what they're going to do. <laughs> they have no, they don't know what to do. Their entire existence is being threatened. Trump is slowly starving them. Ladies and gentlemen, as time goes on, and we get to hopefully eight years of Trump. These people, by sheer frustration alone, are going to diminish their numbers in government. If we can get a Trump and then another conservative afterwards elected. In the mold of this, an anti-swamp rat. They'll be in a world of trouble, folks. If we can get 16 consecutive years of big freedom, little government ideology in play they'll be starved 
there will be no, it'll be strictly a culture war for them. I seriously intended that to be 10 minutes. It's now, but it's an important topic. So again, just to summarize, starve them of power. Start setting up a conservative economy, back end and front end. Financial processing, credit card processing, web servers, web hosting, social media, Amazon type companies. Set it up. People will flock there in time. It will happen. It's not going to happen overnight. And your branding is, we're not those guys. Sue them. They label you a hate group disingenuously. Sue them. Starve them of power. And then finally, no more state contracts. Nothing. This is the plan to win. It is not introduce new government legislation. Please take my word for it. This is a sucker move. The left is playing you for fools. For a new fairness doctrine. They'll call it the fairness doctrine. Yeah. Joe remembers it well. Oh, yeah. Joe was in the radio industry. Anything but. You had to produce <laughs> counter-programming, right, for conservative yeah. content. You had to produce liberal content, too. Mm. What's the problem? Nobody listened to liberal <laughs> content, so radio stations couldn't sell the airtime. So what did they do? They pulled the conservative content off the air. You would never have a Rush Limbaugh or a Sean Hannity or a Mark Levin. You would never have any of them if it weren't for the government getting out of the business, not into the business. And they did it, Joe, under the guise of fairness. Oh, yes. Which was total, complete garbage. It's a sucker move. A Trojan horse. Starve them. Do not let them into power. Don't. By the way, if you don't vote in the midterms, I'm sorry, you're out of your minds. I'm not crazy about my congressman down here, not personally, but on his uh, on his legislative uh, uh, issues. But folks, the Democrats do not let them sniff power anywhere. We are large enough and organized enough in numbers now to sincerely impact this election. You, It's not good enough for you to get out and vote. You have to get out and vote and take 10 people with you. Remember the 10, 10, and 10 rule I've discussed on this show and I used to discuss on my own campaigns. Get 10 people to vote with you. And here's how you do it. You call 10 friends. I don't want to talk on the phone. Okay. Send 10 emails. I don't want to send 10 emails. Make 10 Facebook posts. If you don't want to do one of those three things in the 10, 10, and 10 rule, I'm sorry, but you're really not interested about making America great again. You're just interested about talking about it. There is going to be pain here. There is going to be pain and suffering. I don't mean physical pain. I mean the pain of having to work and do stuff. It's annoying. I got to make 10 Facebook posts about voting. Yeah, I know it's annoying. I'm going to lose friends. You're going to lose your country. Well, they're not your friends anyway. I have friends who are Democrats. They could care less about my conservative podcast. Mm -hmm. If you have friends who really dislike you because you incentivize them to vote in the midterms and you think they should vote Republican and here's why, they're not your friends anyway. My wife's got friends who are diehard anti-Trump liberals. They don't care. My wife doesn't care. She, they went out and had lunch last week. No problems at all. Like civil human beings. And I don't have any problem with it either. But if you're worried about losing your friends, you're not prioritizing right. I'm sorry. You're just not. 10, 10, and 10. That's your goal. It's not good enough for you to vote in the midterms. 
starve them of power. We need, it's going to take about six more years of Trump and probably four to, uh, uh, you know, four to eight more years of another president to completely wipe clean the discretionary, bureaucratic, oppressive police state we have now with some of these uh, bureaucratic liberals and what we've seen in justice. All right. By the way, we only have uh, today. All right. My code to Joe. Got codes here. Got it. <laughs> All right, Beachbody on demand. We love Beachbody on demand. One of our uh, one of our best sponsors. My wife's a huge fan too. I like the core, the force. I still do the mixed martial arts, despite the fact that my body is rapidly falling apart. But the core, the force <laughs> keeps my back in really good shape. It's one of the best programs out there. If you tried Beachbody on demand, you've been listening to me talk about it for a while now. They've been here for a while. But have you gotten your free trial yet? If not, you're missing out. Big time, as my mother-in-law says. Big time. Like I told you, my favorite program is the Core of the Force because I have a my back is still a little unstable, and when I do their Core at the, the Core of the Force program, I feel great. Still got a little bit of cubes there for a forty-three-year-old dude. Not bad. My wife loves the P90X. She still loves the programs on there. They're terrific. Check them out. Hip hop abs kicks butt. Three-week yoga retreat, P90X, Insanity, the 21-Day Fix. The 21-Day Fix. You're looking for quick results? You can't miss it. World-class trainers. Get motivated by celebrity super trainers you know, like Sean T., Shailene Johnson, Tony Horton, and Autumn Calabrese. They have the best programs out there. And the programs are, I, I don't take on sponsors. I don't believe in. I, you know me with exercise, too. If I didn't believe in this stuff, I wouldn't talk to you about it. They have over 700 workouts for all fitness levels, ranging from bodybuilding to weight training to cardio, a high intensity, they call it HIT, to yoga and even dance workouts, if that's for you. But success doesn't just happen in the gym, so Beachbody On Demand has tools to help you make eating right easier. There are dozens of easy-to-follow meal plans and hundreds of delicious recipes. You can work out on your own schedule. They have workouts as short as 10 minutes. They'll kick your butt, but they're worth it. And they don't require extra equipment, some of them. In the time it takes you to drive and park at the gym, you could be finished working out. Here's the best part. You can access it anywhere at any time. View it on your computer, web-enabled TV, your tablet, your smartphone, Roku, Apple TV, Chromecast, and more. With the Secret Service, I remember specifically being in Kuwait one time. The guys had it playing on this little like portable DVD player, and they were rocking it. This thing, these, it's really, really convenient. It's the best deal in fitness. And right now, my listeners can try Beachbody On Demand absolutely free. You can get a special free trial membership when you dial... Star star 301 from your cell phone. That's star star 301 from your cell phone. Dial star star 301 from your cell phone. You will get full access to this entire platform for free. All the workouts, the nutrition information, and support totally free. Again, from your cell phone, dial star star 301 and receive a link to start your free trial membership to Beachbody On Demand. You won't regret it. You'll look terrific when you're done. Star star 301. Go dial it. Go do it. Thanks, folks. I always appreciate your... uh your patience. We have really good sponsors. Okay. Justice delayed is justice denied. That is a well-known adage, and it is absolutely true. Hi. And I want to explain to you why people are frustrated right now. I was gonna. I spoke a little bit on the Lou Dobbs show last night on Fox Business. And Melissa Francis did a great job filling in, and I spoke a little bit about this. Why the frustration? And I get it. I get your emails. 
And I, I just, I, get, I have to reiterate my position on this because people, I think, are still confused. I am not suggesting that Jeff Sessions is somehow the Messiah and he is above criticism. He is not. The recusal from the Russia probe was clearly a disaster of historic proportions. He had no business recusing himself. And if he was going to recuse himself, I think it's clear at this point, he should have told the president to make an alternate choice. Having said that, we have Sessions now. There are some good things happening. There are some bad things happening. And there are some horrible things happening. But I live in a world of reality. I don't live in a world of conspiracy theories. And I'm telling you that what are you going to do right now if you fire Sessions? You're stuck with Rosenstein. You got to fire Rosenstein too. And who are we? Who right now with the swampy sellout Republican senators, including Jeff Flake and half the other posse up there that has no interest in defending the Constitution at all, a lot of these people, who are we going to get confirmed? Folks, I, I have to be practical. I owe you reason. I, I, I can't. I consider my job here to say the right thing, not the easy thing. I, I you know, you don't I'm not, I'm not trying to like I'm not a your preacher, folks, but I. I say a little prayer at night, sometimes before each show. I say sometimes, because sometimes I forget. I get so chaotic. But I said it before today's show. I say, Father, please put the thoughts in my head and the words on my tongue. Help me say the right thing, not the easy thing. And I'm telling you the right thing now is we can't fire this guy. We can't. You can't do it. Now, even Lindsey Graham has acknowledged it after the midterms. It's At this point, it's probably a good decision to step aside. Especially if we get a buffer in the Senate. We could pick up a few Senate seats. But I'm telling you that right now, it's a wrong decision. Having said that, there are some things happening in the Sessions Justice Department we cannot ignore. I told you about the leak investigations. I don't want to see these go away. There's some strong evidence that the Clinton Foundation is being looked into. We know what's going on with Huber, and that cannot be ignored. But the public and you, the listeners, you do have very sincere concerns. And I lined them out. Look at that, Joe. You see that? Oh, I put yeah. it together. I even as, Usually I write it all in my notebook mm-hmm. here for the... I should sell these notebooks, auction them <laughs> off for charity. They're pretty cool. They have some really extensive... I fill up notebooks. I have like 20 of them and give it to you know, some wounded warrior type charity. That would be pretty cool. Got to make sure I don't have like other stuff in there, like my social security. Yeah. Like, call Amex and get <laughs> and bump up your limit. Here's my social security, right? Um, but here's my justice delayed, justice denied. I think people feel, and I feel as well, that it's awfully odd that the Mueller probe seems to be moving at a light speed pace on any small indiscretion on the Trump team, by the way, not even remotely related to Russian collusion. While when it comes to other things, investigations of the Justice Department, I hope Sessions or someone's listening because I have been a a pretty stalwart supporter of everybody taking a deep breath. But I've got to tell you, even I'm losing patience here, too. People want to know what is going on on the other side of things. And here's a list of items where justice is not only not moving at light speed, it's moving at a glacial worse than glacial pace it's like watching a freezing block of 600 tons of ice slowly melt in 32.1 degree temperatures (laughs) what's the status of the investigation on the woods procedure the woods procedure in the department of justice and the fbi that was supposed to verify the dossier that failed We have evidence yesterday, if you listen to yesterday's show, that 
nothing in the dossier of substance was true. How did fake information go through the chain of command in the FBI and the Department of Justice? How did it make it to the court? Is there going to be an investigation now? I have a feeling something is going on. I'm pretty confident there is. But what's the status? We don't have to update the public on an ongoing... Are you sure? Because we're losing the republic right now. Because there seems to be a daily update about who Donald Trump dated 15 years ago, but we've heard nothing about that. Where is that? Can we get some... Can we just get confirmation that something is going on right now? The Bruce Orr investigation. You have a guy in the Department of Justice who is unquestionably... Guilty of, at a minimum, atrocious decision-making. The number four guy in the Justice Department, Bruce Orr, used a source to transmit information to the FBI. We know this. The FBI interviewed him. There are documents, 302s. Used information from a source the FBI deemed not suitable for use. A discredited source in Christopher Steele was laundered back in through the Justice Department after being discounted entirely for use. Are we ever going to get an answer on that? What is going on? Guys, and I get it. I know on Twitter, I have a lot of people listening to the show. I know who you are. I follow you too, and I respect a lot of your work. You know who I'm talking about. And there are a lot of defenders of Sessions out there. Again, I'm with you. I understand. But I think it's time we also understand not only my audience, but why Americans and a lot of Republicans are upset at the pace of these investigations. We are losing the political fight out there. Stop pretending this is strictly a legislative judicial fight. It is not. It is a political fight right now for the survivability of the republic. That's how people feel about it. And they are beating us to the punch every minute of the day with a new revelation. Donald Trump. Donald Trump eats gummy bears and he doesn't brush his teeth after lunch. I mean, it's ridiculous. The speed of the Mueller campaign has been lightning. It is time for the Justice Department to put their foot down and say, if we've got something, if, by the way, I'm not suggesting police state tyranny like the left, if we've got something on serious administrative violations of the Woods procedure, if we have potential criminal conduct by Bruce Orr or administratively malf- uh, 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 administrative malfeasance by Bruce Orr, they got to go. We need results now. The electorate elected Donald Trump for results, not to have their president attacked endlessly while we sit on our collective butts and let all of these people sit there and continue to destroy the republic. The leaks. I get it. I told you there were ongoing investigations. I understand. I get it. That's where the whole take it east thing came from. We know that. We've seen the prosecution of Wolf. But the patience is wearing thin. Where are the results on Brennan, on Clapper? What's happening? What's happening? Is anything happening? We've already had guilty pleas out the wazoo from people who have nothing to do with government collusion for absurd process crimes on the Trump side. We've had almost nothing outside of James Wolfe and a referral on Andy McCabe. On the Clinton case. I spoke to you yesterday about Paul Sperry's piece. There's now evidence by a source that they may still have an image or even the Wiener laptop themselves in Quantico. Where are the 640,000 emails? 
Is something being done? I suspect there is. What's the status? What's taking so long? These are fair questions, Joe, are they not? Yeah. Trying to balance the interests of both sides here in a reasonable manner, but these are fair questions to ask. What's going on? Mr. Sessions, again, with all due respect, I've been there. I've been the one on this show saying I'm all, I'm all about the patience here. But patience is wearing very thin because it's clear when they want to hit Trump that things happen, Joe. Lickety split. Boom, yeah. Oh, it takes time. It clearly doesn't take time. Not with Trump. For two years now, they've been all over. They've been sniffing around every single person to touch Donald Trump. On the fusion payments to Perkins Coie. Or the Perkins Coie payments to fusion, I should say. Got that backwards. So we've now established through the Michael Cohen case that it's okay for the Justice Department through the Southern District to prosecute a lawyer for payments made that may be campaign payments disguised as something else. That's what they said. That's their point, right? So how are the DNC, the Clinton campaign, how are their payments to a law firm, Joe, for legal services that were really used to pay foreign spies and Christopher Steele to gin up oppo research? How is that not a campaign finance violation? What's going on there? Oh, we got to be patient. There's an investigation. We'll get to it. Get on it. We got to be careful. The media, screw the media. The media, what do you, no one takes them seriously. The media. 10% of Republicans take them seriously. You suck. Nobody cares about what the media has to say anymore. The media. Like all of a sudden you're going to change them. The media is a propaganda arm for the Democrat. Discount these people. Brush them off the shoulder. Nobody cares about what the media has to say. Finally, the Farah, the Farah stuff. So we now have Paul Manafort going on trial for Farah. Foreign Agency Registration Act, failing to register. Okay, where are the Podestas? The Clinton consigliaries, the Podestas, or consigliaries. Yeah. I know the Italians get upset. Where's that investigation? Oh, we got to be patient. Why? Why do we have to be patient? Manafort's on trial twice now. Where's the investigation, Joe, into Fusion? Hmm? Fusion was paying a foreigner and Christopher Steele to gin up information about Donald Trump while simultaneously lobbying the government or pressuring the government to move on Magnitsky. Where's their fair investigation? We've got to be patient. Well, we're tired of being patient. It's time to move. I get it. I get it. I, for as much as, you know, liberals and dopey, swampy Republicans want to paint me as a flamethrower, which is fine. I, I get it. I'm hot-tempered guy. I don't think that's a big secret to anybody. But I've been very reasonable on this. Matter of fact, the largest volume of negative emails to this day I get is from loyal listeners, and I appreciate your feedback, who say, I'm done with sessions. I'm sorry. I've been the one saying, I was willing to be patient. We're losing patience. Patience time is now over. And patience time is over because the Justice Department is clearly shown through the special counsel probe in the Southern District. When they want something, they go get it. And it's clear to me right now that bureaucrats in the DOJ 
and at the upper level of the FBI are slowing down and slow rolling the investigation into all those things. Fusion, the Clinton team, FBI malfeasance, Farah payments, Perkins Cooey payments, the leaks, Bruce Orr and the Woods procedure because they're doing what, Joe? They are buying time, hoping the House changes hands. Mm -hmm. By the way, tied back to number one, I told you, you better go vote. Hoping the House changes hands to Democrats because then what will happen? All these investigations are going to go away. Patience is up. I am imploring you. I know people in the Justice Department listen. I know it. You have got to move. The Constitutional Republic and fidelity to it depends on the equal application of justice. The idea that we should have patience with one side of justice, but not have patience with the other side of justice is not justice at all. It suggests a blind justice system, only blind to Democrats. It is time to get off your butts and get this thing done. If and only if there's evidence of administrative malfeasance or criminal act, I want to see handcuffs and I want to see people fired. And so do a lot of other people out there. And if it doesn't happen, there is going to be a severe black eye on the republic and people's faith in it. It's going to be, the damage is going to be incalculable. Remember, the Constitution, Joe, for as lovely a document as it is, the greatest governing document in the history of humankind, it is only as effective as the will of the people believing it's effective. If people believe we live in this new police state tyranny, it is, it, it is going to have a devastating effect on the collective psyche of the nation. Justice, get off your butts. All right. Um, one final, I had a couple more things, but um, one final story because it shows you the power of the hack disingenuous media. Um, these people are, many of them are liars. Uh, many of them are propagandists for the Democrat Party. I bring this up because Tucker Carlson the other night in a show brought up something that is actually happening, okay? Hmm. Land grabs in oh. South Africa based strictly on the color of people's skin. This is actually happening. Now, the media, unbelievably, has turned this into, if you talk about this story, you are somehow a white nationalist. This is insane. This is what the media does. Understand, this is why they are entirely, discount them, do not ever click on the Washington Post. I have to. This is my business to call it out. The Newsweek, the Washington Post, the New York Times, never turn on CNN or MSNBC. Tune it out. Tune out Hollywood. I know it stinks, folks. Get it out of, this is our fight. Get it out of your life. It is a, it is a corrupting influence on your life. So Carlson brings up this story on Fox News about something that's actually happening. Yeah. Here's a quote from an article in the Daily Mail about land grabs in South Africa of white farmers and unquestionably racist policy. This is not my words. This is the Daily Mail in the United Kingdom. Ramaphosa leads South Africa right now. However, Mr. Ramaphosa now has announced plans to change the Constitution to allow his party, the ANC, 
to take lands from white farmers without compensating them. This is an actual story in the Daily Mail. Despite being locked in a legal battle, either keep their farm or receive what they deem to be reasonable financial compensation, Mr. Steenkamp, this is one of the guys having his farm taken away, and his business partner received a letter earlier this year saying they should get ready to hand the keys over. This is not a conspiracy piece. The Daily Mail is a respected newspaper overseas. This is an actual report. And yet the media goons in the United States went on full-blown attack against Carlson because Trump then said, hey, we're going to look into this. Folks, this is unbelievable. I bring this up as a highlight of why you should never take the media seriously. They're liars. They are completely discredited frauds. They know exactly what's happening in South Africa. They know the danger of it. They know the history of expropriation by the government of property. They're seeing it right now in Venezuela. It happened in Zimbabwe. Is it happening to the degree it happened in Zimbabwe? No, it's not. Is it happening? Yes, there is very serious consequences to this. Some of it is happening. But the media, of course, has to play it down because they want to, again, attack, attack, attack anything Trump comes out for, including the theft of people's lands. I love the media's new line. Stealing's great. We should try it ourselves. Don't please do not ever click starve these people let their shrinking liberal base of radical nut jobs let them click on their sites let them get and support their ads do not touch that stuff it is nothing but radical far left garbage propaganda and they should i'll tell you tucker's show should double and triple and quadruple down now on the story because this is real and it's really happening the color of anyone's skin shouldn't matter. This has been tried before. It has led to starvation, destruction, and death. It's happening now in Venezuela. There's a right side and a wrong side, and there's nothing to do with the melanin component of someone's skin. Unreal. All right, folks, I appreciate another great week of listenership. Thank you very much. Uh, it really does mean a lot to me. The show is moving up quick in the charts, and that is thanks to your subscriptions. Uh, so please, if you don't mind, it's free. It will cost you absolutely nothing. Please go to iTunes or Spotify. We're getting a lot of streams at Spotify, on SoundCloud, on iHeartRadio. You can enable the skill with Amazon Alexa to play the Dan Bongino Show. Uh, you can also go to the Google Play and please subscribe. Uh, it really matters. It pushes us up the charts. Thank you so much. And I will see you all on Monday. Thank you very much. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. Get more of Dan online anytime at conservativereview.com. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud. And follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.